threat of disaster is never pleasant. Welcome to the Casual Preppers Podcast. These safety measures are essential. The only place for prepping, survival, and entertainment. This will be your source of survival instructions and information. Every member of the family must be coached in the business of survival. Here are your hosts, Cam and Kobe. All right, man. Something's trying to stop this podcast. Yeah, they don't want this information out. No. This is the second try. Yeah, it is. We didn't get it very far. No. But it shut us down fast. So you can get this information one way or another. <laughs> if we're going to get it You've out. We're, we're sending emails stuff out. In your face. Somehow <laughs> yeah. you're going to get this information. But yeah, this is our second try. But here we are again. Yeah. Cameron, um, today's episode is a little different. Yeah. Right? We kind of took Mad Mad World yeah. and just turned it into a whole podcast. <laughs> An entire it's been episode. weird. The last two yeah. weeks uh-huh. have been really weird. They have There's been. just tons of news. Uh-huh. And it, the world is going crazy right now. Yeah, so we thought we'd talk about it, man. There's a lot of UFO craziness going on, some other things that are sort of involved as well. And us as preppers and as gosh damn Americans. What does it all mean? <laughs> what does it mean? What, what is going on? Mean? So we're going to talk about it. Before we get to that, though, I got to tell you about the fine folks at BattleBox. It is the monthly subscription box for men full of solid gear for adventure seekers, survivalists, outdoor enthusiasts, and... UFO hunters, Cameron. Yes, yeah, exactly. each month BattleBox sends you the coolest selection of hand-picked outdoor survival and everyday carry gear, all valued at far more than what you'd normally pay. You never know what's in the next box, but here is a sampling of what users received this month. The OD Green Space Pen. You get abducted by a balloon. You right upside down. Yeah, hell yeah. Them Chinese, they all have right one. in the balloon. <laughs> My balloon. Signed. <laughs> Dude, how about the Zippo axle? How do you axle? spell help backwards so if somebody sees it? <laughs> Inside balloon, you know? <laughs> yeah, like, I see what you mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The Zippo Axaw. We love that. I love that. It's so much fun, yeah. All this badassness starts at just $34.99 per month. They've shipped over a million boxes and one best men's subscription box of 2020. Our listeners get a free knife when you sign up at tribebattlebox.com slash casual preppers. Get your first battle box plus a free knife when you sign up at tribebattlebox.com slash casual preppers. Sounds like a no-brainer. <laughs> exactly. You don't have to have a brain to figure that one out. <laughs> Funniest and most informative podcast. All right. Definitely. Yeah. These guys are worth every second of listening time. They make me laugh in an increasingly bleak world Mm -hmm. that's no small achievement. Yeah. Keep it up, guys. The world needs more of you. Oh, forgot. Guess who got the Prepper's Medical Handbook for Christmas? Booyah. Johnny Hunt. Johnny Hunt from Australia. Yeah. Yeah. They probably have UFOs over there, too. (laughs) Right? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) They've got to. Thanks, guys. If you guys want to be a part of this portion of the podcast, go to iTunes, go to Facebook, leave us a five-star review, and make it awesome. And this is the point where I would usually hit that mad, mad world thing. Oh, yeah, you did say that. Should we do it? Let's hit it anyways. This is the podcast. (laughs) The whole episode is mad, mad world today. So there has been a lot of crazy things going on, so we want to kind of talk about all those crazy things, what they might mean, what they might be. What they might be distracting us from. Yeah, that's, I like that one. I'm not sure. It's a distractor. So, Cam, what the hell's been going on? Okay. Man, so much, so yeah. much. Um, this timeline kind of, it, it really focuses in on the balloons. Okay, okay? sure. And, and all the, well, maybe, who knows what they are. <laughs> so say, yeah, who knows. But here's kind of a basic two-week timeline. Okay. Timeline. So I got a little bit of a cold, Power. so I sound a bit weird. Yeah. Um, Wednesday, the 1st of February, Chinese balloon is spotted over Montana. Oh, man. All right? Yeah. Saturday, the 4th of February, balloon is shot down by an F-22 over South Carolina after having drifted across the country. Hmm. 
give it time. Let it get some pictures. <laughs> let's get let's get it out of the sky. Yeah. So uh, we'll go into detail on these. Co- also, I'm gonna put this timeline in there. Okay. Kobe texts me with a photo stating, "You see this?" And the same day, sa- Saturday the fourth. Oh yeah. I was like, "What?" That's um, a little texting timeline. This yeah. is nice. I see. Thursday, the 9th of February, object spotted over the coast of Alaska. Friday, the 10th of February, object is shot down over Dead Horse, Alaska, again by F-22. Kobe sends a New York Times link to me saying, US, the same thing, U.S. Yeah. shoots down altitude, uh, high-altitude object over Alaska. Um, <laughs> and I send a message, duck hunt. Kobe says, no joke, Biden going nuts. <laughs> if it, and I said, if it flies, it sh- we shoot it, boys. United States Air Force. That's right, yeah. Saturday the 11th, February, uh, third object is shot down over Mayo, Yukon, Canada, and FFA shuts down. F-A-A. Air- F-A-A. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I said that twice. <laughs> that last episode, too. I like the FFA better. You really do. <laughs> they, <laughs> we deal with cows and UFOs mm. and airspace. They seem to abduct cows or mutilate them. Yeah, the FAA mm-hmm. shuts down airspace over Montana, citing uh, another... Uh, but NORAD claims it was a radar anomaly? Question mark. I was like, what? And Kobe texts another link that says, USFAA reopens Montana airspace uh, for defense activities. Mm-hmm. And he says, what in the shit is going on? <laughs> I probably did say that. <laughs> uh, 12th of February 4th, UFO shot down over Great Lakes by F-16. Well, that was an F-16. Yeah, I didn't realize that either. Wow. Okay. So, um... We're going to break this down yeah. in a little bit more detail of what these events, like what took place in a little more detail of like what the object was and what people were thinking at the time. It, yeah. It's been so weird. Um, I guess you sent one other thing on that day on the 12th. Mm-hmm. You said, dude, what in the... And you sent a link that says, China says it's preparing to shoot down a UFO near Yellow Sea. It really has been a crazy two weeks. Kobe's just like, what is this? What is this? And, <laughs> and you're like, stop texting me, you <laughs> no, idiot. <laughs> I was like, man. And that's why we were like, man, let's just do a podcast on this because it's mm-hmm. on everybody's mind right now. It really is, yeah. And it's, some of it, it, it could be very pertinent to uh, preparedness or... I mean, just like your overall awareness level of things that are going on, right? So the first event, and this was the original. This is like the OG, the Chinese spy balloon. Yeah. I was going to say, do you know, real quick, Uh you know, like when you're in your house and the cloud blocks the sun for a minute and everything goes dark? Yeah. I did that the other day after I was looking at this balloon stuff. I was like, oh, no. (laughs) Here it is. I was like, one's coming over Vernal. That would have been awesome, though. That would have been awesome. I wish, like, like, to record the... Air Force shooting them down. Oh, man. Man, that's a show. <laughs> yeah. Man, anyway. crazy stuff. So, so let's talk about the original Chinese balloon. And we're going to call it the spy balloon. Yeah. But obviously, nobody knows. Nobody knows. What this for is. sure. So January 28th. Baroon, this is you mean. This, <laughs> this is where this story starts is January 28th. China's surveillance balloon entered U.S. airspace near Alaska before transiting over Canada and then the continental U.S. This is January 28th. February 2nd, this is Groundhog Day, Cam. The the Defense Department said it was tracking the balloon over the continental U.S. and that the balloon had been over Montana a day earlier on February 1st. Following the announcement, the balloon stopped loitering and proceeded as fast as it could towards the East Coast. (laughs) This is like, it was just chilling. And then it's like, oh, crap, I guess I need to get out of here. So that's February 2nd. And then we go to February 4th. That's when we decided we're going to shoot it down. A U.S. fighter jet shot down the balloon off the coast of South Carolina. 
This is really weird so stuff. Crazy. It is. I mean, I honestly, I can't believe we used an F-22 and a Sidewinder missile or whatever to shoot <laughs> down a balloon. So supposedly, and I don't know, if, I don't think this is true, but I saw a, th- a thing that said never in history has the United States shot down something in defense over the United States. Like something oh. in, in uh, yeah, in, in an act of defense or... Is that why they waited for it to be over the ocean so they could continue to say that? <laughs> yeah, keep that going. <laughs> yeah, go. I don't want to lose that stat. So that was February 4th. And then but we this got, first one, they definitely took a little more time to like, what did. is this? Do we, what do we do with it? Yeah. And then after that, it's like, over fire on everything. <laughs> that one was fun. This was just Delta Sucks. Blast it. <laughs> Spirit Airlines. Where are they from? Again, Alaska Airlines. What's it doing over here? <laughs> We're in South Carolina. Um, yeah. So then we go to February 5th. Then they start the balloon recovery. You know, rec- recovery of the balloon began. It was delayed by a day after it was shot down because of Cam rough seas. U.S. Navy SEAL <laughs> balloon recovery team. I'm on the balloon recovery unit. All right. I'm here to <laughs> get stuff the done. Bruh. I'm part of the bruh. <laughs> yeah. What up? I'm bruh. I'm part of bruh. <laughs> the balloon recovery unit. Yeah. Bruh. Um, hey, bruh. I'm part of the bruh. <laughs> I'm Brookamander. I'm the Brookamander. Um, but yeah, no, this was... Uh, uh, they had rough seas, so they couldn't. I mean, again, this was something that was kind of weird. The people were like, okay, you waited till it went out to sea. Yeah. It's kind of hard to recover things in the sea. Yeah. You they know what I mean? didn't want to recover it. This is Man, some of the conspiracies, floating. right? So that was February 5th, and we go to February 8th. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin said that the majority of the balloon pieces that were on the surface had been recovered. Bruh. Bruh, did their jobs. Brothers, brave, wonderful people, bruh, <laughs> got our balloon back. Bruh, these guys went out there. They bruh. did a real good job, but they got to they head out because they got a circus to cover <laughs> and a birthday party. Guess what? Everything's wet. We can't analyze it. <laughs> the end. Well, the bruh technician said it's not time for analyzing these things. We got to move on. <clears throat> yeah, so that was the, uh, February 8th. February 10th, the search for debris was sus- suspended because of bad weather. Bro, don't work in the rain, okay? <laughs> the debris that was not retrieved from the bottom of the ocean. You're saying you want me to go out there with it raining and big yeah. waves and pick uh, that stuff up? I ain't going to do it. Hell no, okay? <laughs> I got a lunch at 12. I ain't doing that. All right, bruh? Um, bruh. The debris was not retrieved from the bottom of the ocean, had been weighted down to prevent it from being moved by heavy seas. What? Weird stuff. Physics are all changed. <laughs> There's something going on with physics. <laughs> Sounds more alien the way you just it really does. talk about it. February 13th, balloon recovery. Recovery efforts resumed after being postponed because of bad weather. Okay. I think it'd be more urgent than that. I would think so, too. It's like, it just <laughs> looks pretty rough out there. Yeah, I don't know. It's cold and windy. We don't know windy. what this is. Could be alien. Could mm. be a spy machine. Mm-hmm. How about tomorrow morning after we eat a good dinner tonight? Yeah, we'll get out there and get it. Supposed to clear up out here. It's cloudy weather. <laughs> Seems really weird. It does. Delayed man. again. Another weird thing about everything that's going on. So this is directly from the DOD website. And if you don't know what DOD means, it's Department of Defense. Dungeon <clears throat> Defenders. Dungeon of Dragons. <laughs> This is from February 4th. Okay. The U.S. officials first detected the balloon in its payload January 28th when it entered U.S. airspace in the Aleutian Islands. The balloon traversed Alaska, Canada, and re-entered U.S. airspace over Idaho. President Biden asked the military to present options, and on Wednesday, President Biden gave his authorization to take down the Chinese surveillance balloon as soon as the mission could be accomplished without undue risk to U.S. civilians under the balloon's path. 
Which, okay. I mean, it's a balloon. <laughs> oh, no, balloon fell in my house. <laughs> I, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Well, I'll get it off there in about a week. <laughs> yeah. Hey, what's the weather like down there? <laughs> Bro, be down later on. <laughs> military commanders. Send some bros over. <laughs> yeah. Military commanders determined that there was undue risk of debris causing harm to civilians while the balloon was overland. Okay. Yeah. There's no, it's just civilians everywhere. You know, there's no open land anywhere between Idaho and South Carolina. It's like the most desolate area. <laughs> yeah, it's like, come on, you can find a, a field. We don't want to fall on the buffalo. <laughs> yeah, what are we going to do? All right, birthday parties out there. There's people at water parks. They're shooting Yellowstone season 10. Yeah. I ain't going out there. Kevin Costner's a national treasure. Balloon <laughs> fell on his head. What would we do? Yeah, we got to figure this out. We got to figure this out. So, um, an F-22 Raptor fighter from the 1st Fighter yeah. Wing at Langley Air Force Base, probably just a badass dude. You know, he's like, I, I really got to go out and shoot a balloon on my yeah. first mission. <laughs> I got to, sh- how do I shoot? Yeah. They've just been flying all the tactics. And I know. Never actually opened fire on he anything. He fired one AIM-9X Sidewinder missile at the balloon. <laughs> Uh, and you want to know how much one Nuclear of those warhead attached to it? <laughs> it's just like blow that out insane. Do you want to know how much one of those things cost? Take uh, a guess. I, one of those sidewinders? Yes. Um, $120,000. $300,000. Holy crap. I, I'd read something about why they, you know, because they can unload yeah. a ton of uh, shells or, you know, they're, just they're regular yeah. dog fighting style, mm-hmm. but I guess those balloons take a lot to go down. Yeah, it's like you, they actually tried back in the 90s. Canadians did, apparently, to take this balloon down, and like they just unloaded, and the thing kept floating. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know what's going on. Our jets are useless well, against them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're not worried about money. <laughs> no, it's like $300,000. Get that balloon out of the sky. $300,000. Didn't one of them, didn't one, well, I guess we'll get... I think yeah. they missed they once missed on one. On the, I think it was the Lake Michigan one. 300,000. Whoops. Yeah. 600,000. Sorry, <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, the balloon fell approximately six miles off the coast in about 47 feet of water. That's really not that much water. It feels Walk like it should out be, there and take it in. feels like it should be deeper, doesn't it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know. You just feel like the ocean's deep. Yeah, that's true. It does seem a little bit shallow. Just stand up. <laughs> No one was hurt. Bruh, we'll all stand on each other's shoulders. <laughs> you on top. Guy at the bottom just got a scuba suit on and snorkel. Real long snorkel. <laughs> <laughs> long before the shoot down, U.S. officials took steps to protect, to protect against the balloon's collection of sensitive information, mitigating its intelligence value to the Chinese. The senior defense official said the recovery of the balloon will enable U.S. analysts to examine sensitive Chinese equipment. It'll also note that while we took all necessary steps to protect against the PRC surveillance balloon's collection of sensitive information, the surveillance balloon's overflight of the U.S. territory was of intelligence value to us. Nice. The official said so. I can't go into more detail, but we were able to study and scrutinize the balloon and its equipment, which has been valuable. Um, so while Chinese officials admitted the balloon was theirs, look, 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 it's ours, but it's a weather <laughs> yeah. balloon. Yeah. Okay. That's what they said. It's just a weather It's balloon. our Alibaba delivery service. Thanks. Yeah. You just blew it out of the sky. Yeah. It was a whole bunch of wish. <laughs> yeah. That's what it is. <laughs> wish of, packages. A bunch of wish packages just got blown up. Like you get a shirt from wish. Nobody you, that ordered from there would notice the difference. No. Stuff comes like. 
10 months later. It does. Like, you have to order a shirt like three triple X if you wear a small <laughs> in American. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? That's funny because I did. I ordered some tactical pants. Yeah. Um, last it was like two years ago. Uh-huh. They came five months later, and they were like a women's size small. <laughs> exactly. I was like, well, the sizing is the not men great. are different. Now, yeah. Right? So then, this is from a CNN article, February 9th. A senior State Department official said Thursday that the balloon was capable of conducting signals, intelligence collection operations, and was part of a fleet that had flown over more than forty countries across across five continents. Jeez. The Biden administration has determined that the Chinese How did balloon, they know that? I don't. How did they know it was part of the fleet? I don't know. They don't this even, one says number 15 on them. 15 of 40. <laughs> signed, Xi Jinping. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's like, where did they get like, <laughs> yeah, I knew this was part of a fleet. This isn't number one, so. Yeah, there's got to be, be a ton more out yeah. there. Uh, it's really, really weird. That the Biden administration has determined the Chinese balloon is operating with electronic surveillance technology. Of course. Capable of monitoring U.S. communications, according to the official. We know the PRC used these balloons for surveillance. High-resolution imagery from the U-2 flybys revealed that the high-altitude balloon was capable of conducting signals intelligence collection operations. Um, it refers to information that is gathered by electronic means, things that like communications and radars. Um, yeah. In the classified congressional briefings, the administration officials argued that the U.S. didn't move earlier to shoot down the balloon in part over fears it could provoke an escalation of military tensions with China or even a military conflict. So, guys, that's kind of part of this. It makes things a little bit dicey between us and old uh, China. Right? Yeah, yeah. Even if it was just a weather balloon, we shot it out of the sky with a yeah. missile. Because I'm excited though. Are you? Our freaking balloon technology is gonna go up oh, now. Yeah. We're gonna have the good balloons. <laughs> Faster, bigger, oh, stronger, floatier. <laughs> exactly. Poppier. You, you know? do fifty thousand feet. Well, we're gonna do sixty five thousand feet. Like that. So easy. <laughs> Big old American flag on it. Biden gave the order to shoot down the balloon whenever the the Pentagon felt it was safe to do so. Yeah. So it was the Pentagon. It hasn't crossed the country yet. <laughs> Let's let it get all the way. Let's see if it'll get that far. Let's see how many pictures it gets. Yeah. <laughs> I bet it's SD card's full. <laughs> it's get there's no way. Ain't no way he's holding on to all that uh-uh. info. So is it what everyone says it is? You know, the balloon in question is absolutely massive with an undercarriage roughly the size of three buses. Ooh, that's just, a big undercarriage. Just like your mom. <laughs> <laughs> not talking about your that's mom. That's crazy. That's way that's bigger big, than I thought. Yeah, that's what the New York Times said. This would be an absolutely bonkers way to spy on the United States. I thought so too. Especially since the images it picks up are reportedly no better than those it contained through, can obtain through satellites. Right, exactly. That's what I don't... Google Earth will get yeah. you those images. I don't know. Right? Yeah, I would think so. I don't know. We already spy on our own country. <laughs> yeah. One defense official said, as summarized in the Washington Post, that the images a balloon like this could obtain wouldn't offer much in the way of surveillance that China couldn't collect through spy satellites. Exactly. Anyone on the ground could see the balloon in the sky without any sort of specialized equipment. Uh, to believe this was meant as a secret spycraft. <laughs> yeah. To believe this was meant as a secret spycraft, you'd have to believe the Chinese authorities are just absolute morons. Yeah. Which whatever else they might be clearly isn't true. Some have suggested alternatively that it was not meant to be a secret. We were supposed to see it and feel intimidated. Like there's a balloon. <laughs> Oh my gosh. No one flies balloons over my country. <laughs> that is the last balloon we'll see in the sky. 
I guarantee. Try it again. Five, five, Try six. Again. Five, five, six. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It is weird. I was like, that's what I felt like it was obviously meant to be seen. Yeah, I know. There's going to be like, pretty soon there's going to be like those. Like, is there a letter in it balloon. when they blew it up? It's like, you got fruited. <laughs> Holy cow, you got us. <laughs> you know? Nice job. <laughs> Thirty three hundred thousand dollars less now. Yeah, we got this at the dollar store. <laughs> um, yeah. So the theory also makes a little sense. Why would the U.S. be intimidated by what is essentially a hot air balloon? A hot air balloon, mind you, that China may have little precise directional control over once it's in the air. That's what I don't get about these things. How do they get them anywhere they want them to go? I don't. I don't know. You know, I ain't like, flown a balloon before. <laughs> it's been a while since I've been. I hope DJI releases its new drone. It's just a balloon. I know. I got it. It's mine. Yeah. Um, but there could be a new specialized tech in the balloon that can make it easier to guide, some experts say. Yeah. And some of the weirdness, like the fact that it was floating so low and therefore so easily detectable, could have been mistakes. So we can't entirely rule out the possibility this was a poorly conceived and badly executed and oddly timed spy mission. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's also- oh, no, it's caught in the, bl- <laughs> the bloom stream. Oh, <laughs> Did hey. not know it would go that far. Holy cow, it's bad. Um, it's <laughs> also possible that China did launch this as a spy balloon, but that it wasn't intended to fly over the U.S. Yeah, what you would know? they take pictures of the Pacific? I don't know. Antarctica. And they want to get the end of the world wall. You know, the flat yeah. earth wall. Maybe. Interesting. So that's the original. That's the OG uh, spy balloon, Chinese spy balloon. Yeah, that's the first, mm. the scariest. The first and the yeah, weirdest. The weir- well, biggest undercarriage. Is it the weirdest? I don't know if it's the weirdest. I don't know. Some of these are weird. All right, so this, now, all that's been said and done. You're kind of chilling, looking for balloons yourself, yeah. maybe. And then here comes some info about uh, a UFO, possibly, in Alaska. Mm. Another object was mm. seen... Late on February 9th, the White House spokesman, John Kirby, Hmm. later told reporters, he said it was a small object, and according to the Pentagon, it was traveling northeasterly direction across Alaska, and two F-35 fighters were sent up to identify it. Get up there, boys. Get her done. uh, February 10th, the the Jets did another flight early this morning, and February 10th, tried to learn more about the flight, ended in a shoot-down. It shot at it. Forgot it. <laughs> well, you got it. Don't worry, so boss. So they went up to check it out and decided, you know what? Let's just get it out of the sky. So two FT2s tracked the object, and one of them fired an AIM-9X Sidewinder missile again. Mm-hmm. 600000 in debt now. <laughs> near the location of Dead Horse, Alaska, which is right on uh, Prude- Prudhoe Bay, according to the Pentagon. Prudhoe Bay. Someone did not like their wife Prude or something. Now we're going to name it Prudhoe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Never seen that. Name it after Fighter my aircraft wife. checked if it was an object, if it was manned first, and then determined it wasn't. It was difficult for, uh, for the pilots to glean a whole lot of information, he said, adding there was a limit to how much they could obtain. Um, it's cold. It's hard to see. <laughs> the object was described as uh, cylindrical and silverish gray. See that? <clears throat> yeah, that's what this is. So the this one that, raises a little um, yeah. conspiracy itself, and I'll talk about that later. That's because it doesn't feel like a balloon. Yeah, right. It doesn't. It seemed to be floating. They said right. They didn't say for sure it was. Right. They just had to determine if it was manned or not. Yeah. Which I don't know how you determine that. If it's silverish gray, you're like could be inside. I don't care. Shoot it down. Yeah. Send a sidewinder. Um, so yeah, the. Uh, Asked if the balloon-like, if if it was balloon-like, and the official said, all I say is that it wasn't flying with any sort of propulsion. 
So if that is balloon-like, well, we don't have enough information at this point. God, that is so vague. So it was like, it didn't really have like a motor on it. It didn't have, mm-hmm. you know, it didn't look like your typical Zeppelin. Yeah. It was just a weird floating mm-hmm. uh, cylindrical gray thing. Like it snapped off from a set of balloons at a party in Alaska. <laughs> but like cylindrical and gray, that yeah. doesn't feel like a balloon to me at no, all. No, no. Um, President Biden briefed on February 9th, gave the order to shoot it down the morning of February 10th. Again, shoot it down. Yeah. Kirby said that uh, the predominant reason Biden ordered it shot down was the safety of flights traveling at that altitude. And the fact that it was uh, at the mercy of prevailing winds made its flight path less predictable. Yeah. So I guess it's floating around. It's at the height of commercial airlines. Get it out of the sky. Mm-hmm. Um, President just wasn't mm-hmm. able to take that risk, they said. We don't know uh, who owns this object, Kirby said. The Pentagon Brig General, Brigade General, Brigadier Ryder, um, said that the object was detected by ground radar. He said it was shot down at 1.45 p.m. And I'll talk about why they started picking up more of these because they adjusted. They did two clicks back, one forward (laughs) on the radar equipment. Yeah. Um, The pilots of the U.S. Air Force F-35 fighters... um, sent to intercept the mystery object over Alaska on Friday, say that whatever it, ha- uh, whatever it was had been interfering with the sensors of their aircraft. What? See, what? I know. So wait. So like they got close to it and it started to like cause some interference. I don't know that That's much what about they said. The, the fighters. Are the F-35s the biggest, newest, best ones? The F-35s? That we know of. The They're the best defense. That yeah, are the out there. dual engine. Okay. Yep. So um, then the F-22s are kind of a step down. And the F-16s are the old ones, right? Yeah, and the F-35s are the F-16s replacement. That's the replacement. Okay, yeah. that makes sense. So, um, yeah, so the F-35 is, is a fighter. The F-22 is more dif- like a defense, oh, and it? it's the Navy's, yeah. So, oh, okay, that's So that's Navy's. what I understand. Uh, you're, I'm probably wrong here, but I guess the F-35, F-16 is built as more of a striker, and mm-hmm. I guess the F-18 too, but... The F-22 is more of a defense weapon. Okay. Quick to get up in the air. And so they're the playing right in the backfield. Yeah. The other guys are like messy playing in the, yeah. the front. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Makes they're, sense. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. They're the safeties. They're the safeties. Okay. Um, the pilots of the cutting edge stealth fighters said that this object was actually interfering with the sensors of their aircraft and they couldn't figure out why because there was no identifiable kind of surveillance equipment on the object. Hmm. Um. The pilots were also mystified as to what kind of aircraft they were actually dealing with. It just didn't, it's just unusual. Yeah. We don't really have a lot of detail on that. According to Bertrand, the pilots were saying that they did not see anything on the object that appeared to be propelling it, and that it seemed like there was no way that this was actually able to stay in the air. <laughs> like, it, it didn't have anything, It yeah. you know, I mean, they don't know what gas was inside it. It's probably some, like, anti-gravity <laughs> yeah. thing. So, they did, it just didn't really make right. sense to be up in the air right the way it was and and not moving and stuff. So, it's possible that in the head of high speed high altitude encounters the pilots may have misinterpreted the type of aircraft See. which was described as being about the size of a small car. I would trust like four or These five These are freaking pilots, pilots with the sharpest eye, you know, yeah. they don't get in there because they had um you know, twenty forty vision. Yeah, well, yeah, and they're high speed. They're they have not quick idiots. reactions. These guys know what they're seeing. Was like, that a goose or an airplane? <laughs> yes, yeah, so they're not that kind of guys. Yeah, they're just not. Yeah, they're they're <laughs> they are up there and built and trained to identify like risks and like threats. Yeah. Like, I don't know what it is for sure. And they were confused. They were confused, and it was causing some 
Um, that's the bizarre this thing. This is it's so causing bizarre. Some instrument, um, yeah, is messing up their instruments. What's going on? That is so weird. So they told ABC, like I was saying, it's cylindrical and mm-hmm. silverish gray, and it looked kind of like a balloon appearance, but had no propulsion. So that's why they were like, mm-hmm. it's just floating around up there right. somehow. And it's in that um, range of where commercial flights are. So yep. Biden was like, let's get it out of the sky. So crazy. Okay, so that is the Alaska one. So weird. Now we have another event. Saturday, February 11th. Um, Our buddy Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau said Saturday that an unidentified object had been shot down by a U.S. fighter jet over Canadian airspace on his orders, which is crazy. Like, it was a U.S. fighter jet. I think it's because it was close to the border. Yeah. They have... Yeah, my boss. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want Biden to tell me to go. (laughs) You're a boot to shut down or shoot down a, <laughs> yeah. a boot. Um, I ordered the takedown of an unidentified object that violated Canadian airspace. NORAD command shot down the object over the Yukon. Canadian and U.S. aircraft were scrambled and a U.S. F-22 successfully fired at the object, Trudeau said on Twitter. The object was cylindrical and smaller than the suspected Chinese balloon shot down last weekend, Canadian Defense Minister Anita Anand said on Saturday evening. Trudeau said that he spoke with Biden on Saturday and that the Canadian forces will lead the object recovery operation. That's that's like, that's the, uh, you know, bruz of can- Canada, right? They're Mounties, <laughs> yeah. probably. <clears throat> um, a statement from the Pentagon spokesman, <laughs> Brigadier General Patrick Ryder, said the object shot down on Saturday was first noticed over Alaska on Friday evening. Two F-22 fighter jets monitored the object with the help of the Alaskan Air National Guard. Ryder's statement said tracking it closely and taking time to characterize the nature of the object. Just how weird is this? There's so many. All of a sudden. All at the same time. Yeah. It's so weird. Um, Monitoring continued today as the object crossed into Canadian airspace with Canadian CF-18 and CP-140 aircraft joining the formation to further assess the object. A U.S. F-22 shot down the object in a Canadian territory using the AIM-9X missile. Another... That's three or four hundred thousand made by the same <clears throat> toothpaste company. Yeah, exactly, ninety-nine cent toothpaste, four hundred thousand dollar missiles. <laughs> we got two different factories. <laughs> we, well, I mean, we do a little bit of toothpaste out of the missile factory, but not much. That's a whitening toothpaste. <laughs> it's, yeah, yeah, it's a byproduct, but it works good on your it's teeth. Great, it's great, it's great. Yeah, you can brush your teeth and shoot down a UFO at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> As Canadian authorities conduct recovery operations to help our countries learn more about the object, the Federal Bureau of Investigation will be working closely with the Royal Canadian Mounted Police. I mean, that's a match made in heaven right there. <laughs> FBI and the Mounties. Um, the object was flying at an altitude of approximately 40,000 feet, had unlawfully entered Canadian airspace and posed a reasonable threat to the safety of civilian flight. The object was shot down approximately 100 miles from the Canadian-United States border. So <clears throat> they're still trying to recover this thing, apparently. there's It's so weird because I keep trying to get like updated news on this stuff, and you can't find it. No, you can't. And it's kind of a big deal. Like... Um, I thought the balloon, I'm like, oh, another one, another one mm. like the first one, but they are just completely different. They're different ones. Super weird. Yeah. It's nutty. Okay. So then it's Saturday, February 11th. So this is, I think the same day. So yeah, Saturday, February 11th, the North American Aerospace Defense Command, a joint effort to monitor the skies by the U S and Canada issued a statement late Saturday saying it had detected a radar anomaly over Montana. 
but nothing unusual was found when fighter jets were sent to the area. So they, they detected something, sent fighter jets, and they're like, I don't see nothing, boss. I'm coming back home. Okay. NORAD issued a temporary flight restriction in conjunction with the FAA on Saturday in central Montana near the town of Harve. It, uh, Harv, I guess that's how that's Havre. said. Just like know. Brett Favre. Looks like Harv. <laughs> um, <clears throat> to ensure the safety of air traffic in the area. And I think I sent you I sent you an article about this that day, right? Saturday, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, the temporary airspace closure came just hours after American fighter jets shot down a cylindrical UFO in the skies over Canada. The last one we just talked about. Those aircraft did not identify any object to correlate to the radar hits. Um, so, but we would actually later learn that this was probably the next object that we're going to talk about that um, we shot down over in Michigan. Yeah, there was all kinds of stuff with that Montana that there's just like, what conspiracies is going on there? Like, yeah, this passed over like some old missile silos. Yep. And it's like, what was it? Yeah. So there's, there's, a, there's lot a lot of, of stuff with that. But Like social media was a buzz with conspiracy were. theories. It was nuts. Yeah. yeah it was fun. <laughs> Yeah, fun yeah. time. I'll tell you that. Like, I it's love like this a stuff. Wet dream for us. Yeah, but yeah. So let's talk about the next one. This yeah. is Michigan. So um, this is the fourth event, um, give or take. <laughs> you know, who knows? I've lost fourth count. event kind of fell into the news, but at two forty-two p.m. Eastern mm-hmm. time, an F sixteen launched a heat-seeking AIM nine X missile um, at an, an unidentified object flying around the twenty around twenty thousand feet uh, above the Great Lake. Great Lakes? Lake? Yeah, I would think lakes. It was the fourth time in eight days that an American military has been called up and to destroy a mysterious craft in midair, including <laughs> the three uh, in the last three days. So, <laughs> interesting. Um, yeah. Other than the first balloon, which China acknowledged was theirs, did they? I guess they, they did they acknowledge did, huh? it was theirs, yes. They were all pissed about it. Mm-hmm. The Pentagon doesn't uh, yet know what the objects are or where they came from. Asked directly, a senior military official did not rule out the possibility that their uh, provenance could be extraterrestrial. Mm-hmm. That's the part. That, I mean, even mm-hmm. they were like, this is just too weird. We can't immediately rule that out. Right. I'll let the intel community uh, and the counterintelligence community figure that out, General Glenn Van Herk. <clears throat> Commander of the Glenn U.S. At your service. <laughs> Northern Command and the North American Aerospace Defense Command, NORAD, told reporters late Sunday. NORAD. This is every time I hear NORAD, it's yeah. just cool. It does sound cool. Right. I thought so too. I'm like NORAD. Yeah, this has got rad in there. It just takes you back to like you know, um, what is the what's the one where he has to he goes to NORAD or whatever the the 80s movie where he <sighs> War Games. Oh right? yeah, that's yeah, right. Huh? NORAD. Yeah. I haven't ruled out anything, Van Herch said uh, when asked if aliens could be involved. At this point, we continue to, to assess every threat or potential threat and unknown that approaches North America with an attempt to identify it. The, pen, the Pentagon is now trying to obtain debris from each of the four shootdowns in an effort to learn more about the crafts penetrating mm, North American airspace. Hello. Van Herch acknowledge the military is perplexed. We don't know. I don't know. Let me tell you. I'm not going to categorize them <laughs> as balloons. <laughs> We're calling them objects for a reason because they're objects. They're a piece of something. <laughs> yeah. I'm not able to categorize how um, categorize how they stay aloft. That's the thing. They obviously knew that there's something weird about them. They're just like, I can't tell you. The flurry of instance is due at least in part to the increase in military vigilance in the wake of the Chinese balloon. NORAD has tweaked its radar gates to account for lower speeds and size to spot more flying objects. Yeah. I just picture, like, 
They're like, where, where did you come from? Let's adjust down. Holy sh! <laughs> what are all these? <laughs> it's like just. Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> oh man, we were about two feet above all the activity. The aliens are like piss. Crap, they found out that we were in the money zone. Yeah. <laughs> we were penetrating the money zone, and they got us. <laughs> penetrating over and over. Now yeah. they finally caught it. We had to adjust some of those gates to give us better fidelity on seeing smaller objects. You can also filter out by altitude, and so with some adjustments, we've been able to get better categorization of radar tracks now. This is a little disturbing to me. It's so disturbing. It's like, what's been going on for the past Seriously. 50 years? When they say fly under the radar, <laughs> they were that's a real deal. Like, Norad's been skipping a whole Norad's section. Norad's like, I didn't know we could adjust those. <laughs> I, I thought that's how Don't they work. <laughs> Well, well, yeah, maybe go down. It's like feet. when you go to your grandpa's house and it says, don't touch the thermostat. Yeah. There's something on the radar machine. It's like <laughs> a little sticky note under yeah. it. Don't adjust it. Eisenhower put that there. But I'm like, we that, ain't going to touch it. That's a huge, that, that just freaks me out that there's yeah. like this massive area that they haven't really, sur- like, little teeny balloons could be in here all the time. <laughs> Russia and China balloons. It's like a traffic jam Seriously, in there. Seriously, somebody knows. figured out the, the little spot, the money spot. Yeah. Every day, NORAD monitors airspace across North America. On Saturday at about 4.45 p.m. Eastern Time, the military command registered a radar contacting Canadian airspace. I think this is what you were talking Mm -hmm. about. Um, So, (laughs) Van Herrick sent F-15. I don't think it was an (laughs) F-15 from Portland, Oregon, maybe, but to investigate over Montana, the F-15s arrived at 7.04. I really don't think it's an F-15. Maybe. I don't don't know. know. Are those still operational? I, I think F-14 was Top Gun, right? I don't know. So F- yeah. Um, and within 45 minutes, it became dark. The aviators ultimately couldn't identify and locate objects in the dark. I can't say. We ain't got lights on this sucker. <laughs> well, bedtime now. We'll come home after. We'll Van Herrick didn't home. identify the sensitive military site that the object flew over. Um, so he didn't tell you where and yeah. what spot they were uh, taking pictures of. But Montana is home to a sprawling field where nuclear-armed intercontinental ballistic missiles are sit ready for launch in underground silos. Yeah. So, the Chinese balloon lingered over that side, according to the U.S. officials. Ah, lingerer. (laughs) Up until a week ago, the U.S. uh, had never shot down an airborne object in the North American airspace that was deemed to be a threat. See, I don't know how true that is. That is crazy. Yeah, but probably. Now Now the extraordinary has come to seem commonplace. It really is. It was almost like, oh, another one. Yeah, shoot them all down. I'm like what? Another one? We are taking this. Pr- we are taking this pretty much on a case by case basis. Uh, told this was who was director. I don't know, some lady, <laughs> somebody <laughs> in the in an important position. Told reporters during the briefing on Sunday, each operation has been different, and we will certainly keep you updated as you can as we continue to learn more about these objects and the. People's Republic of China's balloon and what that means for us going forward. So, um, I actually found the cockpit this is awesome. audio. This, this is the cockpit audio from the F sixteen pilots. So this says F sixteen. Um, That's why I, I think it was F sixteen over F-15, Lake no. Huron. So this is you can kind of hear how confused they are. Here it goes. It looks like something, uh, there's uh, some kind of object that's suspended in the air. It's hard to tell. It's pretty small. I cannot see it up there with my eyes. 
one-one in that targeting pod. You can see something. I can't tell if it's metallic or what. And there's uh, I can see like lines coming down below, but I can't see anything below it. One-one looking outside. It's kind of like a, a blackish. I'm gonna call it like a container. I can't really tell though what the shape is. Go ahead, just close below and close them all. You can't see it until you're so close. I don't have to be worried about hitting it before you can tell you're there. It's almost like a octagonist shape, uh, I'm going to call it a board. You can definitely see strings hanging down below, but I don't see anything below it. It's pretty small, I don't know, size of like a four-wheeler or something. So he's saying, yeah, it's pretty small, the size of like a four-wheeler or something, um, which is really weird. So then just shoot it down with a with a missile. And I think this is the one where they actually missed on the first try. Um, so that's pretty interesting. Or did it... I don't know. Avoid it. I don't know. So that that was a crazy one. That's cool. That's cool. You found that cockpit cockpit audio. (laughs) I didn't know they had that. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. So here's another thing that kind of popped up during this time. Uruguay. Mm -hmm. Uruguay. Uruguay. Uruguayan Air Force is carrying out an investigation on Sunday after receiving complaints about the sighting of flashing lights in the sky over uh, Termos de Almiron. The Uruguayan Air Force. Do they actually have an Air Force? <laughs> Apparently. Probably like a hang glider with a pistol <laughs> <laughs> on it or something. Seriously. <laughs> Soccer ball full of helium. <laughs> yeah. Sorry if you're Uru- Uruguayan. Um, uh, I just love it's like, we want to be part of this. Yeah. There's something's <laughs> twinkling lights above us. On Sunday, the U.S. closed its airspace after unidentified flying objects were sighted over Alaska and Canada. Um, according to the news reports. Mm. That's when they started seeing this. Uh, the Air Force in Uruguay is investigating investigating the appearance of flashing lights in the sky. Glowing objects in the sky were spotted during a festival held in Termas de Almeron, uh, Department of Payasandu, uh, in connection with the incident, decided to involve a commission to investigate an alleg- allegations of unidentified flying objects. Its members will, will interview witnesses and collect all the data. Previously, the phenomenon was observed from neighboring Argentina, but they didn't seem to care too much. Nah. As pilots, also, they're still celebrating their World Cup victory. (laughs) Yeah. Also, pilots of various airlines said that they saw unidentified flying objects in the skies above Britain. Mm -hmm. The crew of a Boeing 787 787 of British Airways noticed a very bright light in the sky that instantly disappeared. The plane was flying from Montreal to London. Now it's getting like, my dad saw lights over his barn last night. Yeah. Well, my dad saw the cow getting sucked into the sky. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like all these people are popping. We're not alone. We saw this. Yeah. But it, we've talked about like several times in Mad Mad World, like for the last like five years mm-hmm. or so, there's been tons more released on yep. UFO sightings from the Air Force, from the government. And it's just becoming more frequent. Even the things that like Jeremy Corbell is talking about, he released some new pictures of another like UFO that's kind of crazy. So there's just so many things going yeah. on. So uh, on top of that, China themselves on February 12th said they spotted an unidentified flying object over the waters near Qingdao and the authorities were preparing to shoot it down. An employee at the Marine Development Authority of Qingdao Jimo District said, relevant authorities were preparing to take down the object. The employee said fishermen in the region have been told to remain careful about safety, as per the news report. But not much else has Why been said about this. Why fall on their heads? Yeah, I don't know. But nothing really else has been said about this event as of like two days ago. And I, I tried again today to find more stuff. And it's almost like people think it was almost they were just saying that there was something there to sort of 
throw us off throw a us little off. bit. So, anyways. Well, we're having it too. So. Yeah, yeah. So that that was kind of the last one. Yeah. And then um, this next part, I don't really need to go into much mm-hmm. detail because basically um, the reason that, that more of these things they think are popping up is because they've adjusted the uh, – NORAD has adjusted their uh, yeah. zone to start sure. <laughs> scanning the skies and they've started to pick up more of the stuff that may have been there for a long time. Yeah. Uh, hundreds of reports of UAP since 2021, the most informative interview – uh, Monday was the CNN's John Keane conducted the former conducted with former deputy director of national intelligence Beth Sonner, who is now a senior fellow at Harvard University's um, Bafer Center for Science and International Affairs. She noted the director of national intelligence just last month reported to the Congress on 247 new documented reports. I think mm. I mentioned this in Mad Mad yeah, World just I think recently. So, yeah. Um, since 2021, and an additional 119 reports from before March 2021, mm-hmm. uh, and about half of the total are characterized as balloon or balloon-like entities, mm-hmm. and a few appear to be nothing more than airborne debris, like plastic bags. <laughs> and okay. that, I, I mentioned that in that too. Yeah. So crazy. <clears throat> so, they, so they made some adjustments, and they started picking up more and more of this stuff, mm-hmm. and we don't really know for sure what all of it is. Mm-hmm. So interesting it really is you know those balloons yeah they could very well be hacking your electronics guarantee they are so there's one way that you can protect it Mm -hmm. in everyday uh you know using your phone or from these balloons is you get surfshark i like it surfshark's a vpn that can protect you and all of your devices from online threats and or possible balloon threats Mm -hmm. uh basically just go gray man online when you use surfshark it gives you a uh, unique IP that actually changes uh, time to time, and you're connected to a server and even a different country. So there's not really a way to track back to you. You know, another cool thing you can do with um, a VPN like this, and they actually have um, a guide. Surfshark has a guide. If you're uh, booking a trip, if you use a VPN, you actually can usually get better deals because it shows Shut you coming up. in from different places. Oh, that's awesome. So they actually have a little guide you can check out. It's pretty That's cool. pretty sweet. Yeah. Um, and if you don't know what a VPN is and you just want to try it out, mm-hmm. you get 30 days money back guarantee. Yeah. And I highly suggest you do because um, cyber threats and cyber attacks are becoming like daily mm-hmm. problems for governments, for businesses, for us personally. Um, if you want to try it out and you want to keep it and you love it, you just go to uh, surfshark.deals, use casual preppers, and you'll get 83% off 24 months plus you get three extra months. Yeah. 27 months for less than 60 bucks. Can't beat it. And the thing is, this subscription covers all your devices that connect to the internet. You don't get like one per phone or three phones are covered. The whole friggin' arsenal of electronics that you have that connect to the internet can use Surfshark with one subscription. So go check them out. It's awesome. It's easy to use. And I don't know what's happening nowadays. So you got to be super careful. You really do. Um, uh, I just wanted to mention some of the little conspiracies that have popped up with this. Uh, obviously everybody's getting a little uneasy and social media loves to go crazy. Oh, they stuff. do. They love They're it. They're like, I don't want to talk about it. Tom Green, I didn't know he's still alive. Yeah, man. He's I don't a know big how TikToker. many people still know. I hadn't know. I hadn't seen anything from him. Yeah. According to Mr. Green and his sources, there are three reasons that they have, um, they've been talking about these UFOs now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Three things that are going on right now that he thinks they're trying to distract us from. One, the Jeffrey Epstein guest list is coming out, exposing all the uh, 
elitists who hung out with the critics called Pedophile Island. So mm-hmm. they figured this is coming out. It's going to ruin a lot of people. Let's distract them. Let's distract them. The other thing is the chemical spill in um, Ohio. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to talk about this, right? Yep. Some are saying it could rival Chernobyl. So that's kind of freaky. Oh and he thinks that this is a good thing to like, okay, uh, let's look to the skies. We've got weird balloons coming in, mm-hmm. possible alien. Nobody's going to pay attention to the smoke clouds killing everybody. Exactly. And then the third thing is, of course, World War III, which um, will only be prevented as long as we continue to give Zelensky all the money. That's right. As of this writing, it is unknown if Green has been... Um, disappeared. <laughs> disappeared, yeah. Or at very least sent to rehab by his personal trainer. <laughs> So, we don't know. Um, this is what he suspects is it's a, a huge distraction. Yep. Um, and a lot of people believe that in many different ways. Um, social, social media went crazy with all of this. Soon after, two confirmed sh- uh, shootdowns of UFOs over the U.S. and Canadian airspace. Um, more things kind of started to pop up in, in comments of like UFO activity. Astronomy enthusiasts were observing the moon in uh, Hawaii Oh, happened yeah. to photograph a giant UFO landing. Well, I think it was in Hawaii. No, maybe that, not yet. Anyways, they were, have you seen this? It's kind of crazy. It is to look a weird at, looking thing, yeah. But um, pretty much probably digitally faked. But yeah. um, it shows like a giant UFO landing on the opposite side of the moon. They were just looking at the moon. They zoom in really close. You can look this up. It's kind of funny to watch. But also leaked the image of an F-22 Raptor under Project Bluebeam, directed mm-hmm. by NORAD, taking out one of the UFO's aliens today. You can look that one up. Um, other things people believe is like outside the context is a possibility with this. According to the U.S. Department of Defense near the northern shore of Alaska when it was shot down, they uh, um, U.S. Northern Command sent a two-ship mission of Lockheed Martin F-22s. We already talked about that. Yeah. But they say that um, several people wondered if the alien thing is real or not, which ultimately gave rise to a new phenomenon called the outside context problem. What is the outside context problem? They see they say that any issue that has an immediate widespread and long-lasting effect on an entire culture or civilization is known as the out, outside context problem. OCP. UCP. Mm. Uh, a frequently used example is when a less technologically advanced society interacts with a much more evolved civilization. The late uh, science fiction author Ian Banks uh, presented a specific illustration of an outside context problem according to um, Elaborate, mm-hmm. explaining an outside context problem was the sort of thing most civilizations encountered just once in which they tend, tended to encounter rather than the same, in the same way a sentenced, sentence encountered. Oh my gosh, that was a mess. <laughs> an outside context problem was the sort of thing most civilizations encountered just once and which they tended to encounter rather in the same way a sentence encountered a full stop. Yeah. So um, we have to look into some of that mm-hmm. outside context problem, like an episode on that. Sure. It's kind of interesting. It is interesting. Um, the other thing is uh, signal spying. And you mentioned this a little bit. Mm-hmm. The Chinese spy balloon shot down Saturday carried devices to intercept sensitive communications. The State Department said Thursday, offering the f- first proof that the balloon was an espionage mission. Pentagon, the Pentagon flew high-altitude U-2 planes to examine the gear dangling from the tw- 200-foot balloon and found that it had the ability to conduct signals intelligence collection operations. Yeah. So... um Multiple antennas to include an array like capable of collecting and geolocating communications. 
The balloon had solar panels large enough to power multiple active intelligence collection sensors. That's the only thing that makes sense to me yeah. of why they would send this balloon over. Right, And yeah. it's not from our country or another. They're, they're obviously spying. But, but again, why balloons and why not satellites? I don't know. I don't get it. Something different. Something, something that they're looking into. I or, guess. Or so weird. The other thing is comparison to Tic Tac UFO mm-hmm. seen before. So when, like we talked about reporting the oblong or cylindrical shape of this grayish material, mm-hmm. kind of goes along with the Tic Tac UAP um, that had been, that has kind of made a stir for different UFO sightings. Right. These were, these were seen during training missions at the USS Nimitz in 2004. I think we talked about this too. Yeah, we've talked about but it. But during those missions, the objects seemed to be able to respond to approaching aircraft, even though they lacked any visible flight control surfaces or means of propulsion. They, and this one, I think, don't they have the video on this one? Yeah, they that do. it's like, yep. and there, there it goes. Mm-hmm. The only part from Friday's takedown that doesn't match a classic tic-tac description in the, uh, is that Friday's object was at the whims of the wind. Yep. That's why they said they shot it down. Tic-tac UAPs definitely weren't. So that so does it mean it's different or malfunctioned, lost maneuverability? No one knows. Mm-hmm. So um, the other thing is a lot of people are wondering if maybe and balloons could be used as, as kind of a like a less concerning obvious bomber sure concerning 2015 report by intelligent officials found that massive surveillance balloons of this sort could be used to carry bombs i'm sure they could i don't know why they Easily, wouldn't be able yeah. to yeah but i mean world war one that's yeah. what they used um huge meteorite spotted over the u.s uh wait, wait this is a different one yeah no that was a big old ad of nonsense <laughs> um but yeah, they could be key delivery platforms mm-hmm. for weapons of mass destruction. And they think maybe they were testing them, see how far they could go from yeah. China main island, you know, clear over to the United States. Um, and that was, you know, this has been used in World War One, World War Two. So maybe they're finding a new way to use these uh, as a, a possible striking force, you know. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think there was other part. No, it's down later. So, anyways, there's there's so many things that have been popping up of uh, theories of what these balloons are there for. They're espionage. Maybe they are. The big balloon doesn't match the littler ones. The little ones match the Tic Tac UAPs that have been talked about as spacecrafts, uh, alien crafts. So, it's just kind of it's, like, it's nuts, man. I I couldn't collect all the information. No. There's so many different ways that people are looking at this and and becoming concerned, but rightfully so. There's it's really weird. It really is. It doesn't match up. It none, none of it really matches up, and that's why it's so interesting. So I, I read an article yesterday. This is from February 15th. So as of recording this, this was yesterday. Um, speaking to the media following the classified UFO briefing, Senator um, from Louisiana, John Kennedy, said officials had so far been unable to locate the remnants of the three unidentified <laughs> objects, excluding the spy balloon. See, that, that to me right now <clears throat> doesn't make any sense. No. Are you telling me that we can't find these things? Like all the things we can do in this world, I know we can't find it. That blows my mind. Um, he said, It's clear to me that this is not a recent phenomenon. This has been going on since at least 2017. Calling for more transparency, he said, If you are confused, you understand the situation perfectly. Like, yeah. he's, it is, like, everybody's really confused about this. Concluding his comments to the gathered media, Kennedy added, Lock your doors tonight. Like, what? <laughs> Is he Why? trying to stir up like controversy? Because that's crazy. Um, the White House denies any 
ET or extraterrestrial link to UFOs that have been shot down. On Monday, White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre said there is no indication of aliens or extraterrestrial activity with these recent takedowns. Oh, uh, yeah? yeah? Why? Um, so uh, <laughs> this is funny, though. The UFO lobbyist Stephen Bassett said, think about the language. They're not saying there is not an extraterrestrial connection. They're saying there's no indication yet. So it's not a false statement. They're but smart. It, there's, mm-hmm. They're smart. But it does not rule out extraterrestrials at all. They're playing this carefully. And yeah. I get that. So Politicians at heart. That, yeah, they that know just, how to word things correctly. Exactly. I find this pretty um, tying back to the Roswell incident. Sure. Oh, it's a shot down giant balloon. Okay. Now yeah. we're seeing more balloons of similar like. I actually saw a bunch of memes that like, they just, they finally recovered the balloon, the Chinese spy balloon, and it showed the picture of the Roswell <laughs> balloon in that person. You, you could know, have. It's yeah, like so the weird. same type of thing. Yeah. But um, another thing people are thinking about, like kind of like Cam said, it, they could be bombers. They could be doing dry runs for bombs, right? But that's kind of a perfect. Or one giant bomb. Delivery system for an EMP style attack. Yeah. On the you country. You don't have to fly a radar Mm -hmm. A plane that's picked up by radar. Exactly. Float a balloon in there. In a 2015 report for the American Leadership and Policy Foundation, Air Force Major David Stuckenberg, one of the nation's leading EMP experts, wrote extensively about the threat balloons carrying bombs pose to national security. Using a balloon as a WMD platform could provide adversaries with a pallet of altitudes and payload options to maximize offensive effects against the U.S. A high-altitude balloon could be designed, created, and launched in a matter of months. There's nothing to prevent several hundred pounds of weapons material from being delivered to altitude. Not since World War II has North America faced a threat of this nature. Project Fugo in Japan used balloons to float bombs on trade winds across the Pacific to the U.S. and Canada. On Friday, he said, China's recent balloon flyover of the United States is clearly a provocative and aggressive act. It was most likely a type of dry run meant to send a strategic message to the U.S., and we must not take this for granted. Yeah, I hope not. Yeah, so that's just... just those freaking <sighs> NORAD devices. Yeah, I Keep know. all the filters off. Just keep blowing those things out of the sky. It's yeah. just crazy. So, just think, though, if they would have put a nuke on any of those, we'd be in a blackout. We'd be done. We'd, We'd be done. Already. They, they, yeah. Like, that's terrifying. So, in other news, we talked about this. Is this a distraction? And one of the things that people think that they're trying to distract us from is this uh, 50 car train derailment that happened on Sunday, February 5th, near the town of East Palestine, Idaho, or, or Ohio. Sorry. Not Dang Idaho. it. Not that Idaho. would freak me out. Yeah. Now I don't a, care. This sparked a massive chemical fire, a temporary evacuation order, and ongoing concerns from local residents about air and water quality as they return home. The derailment is also the latest thing fueling conspiracy theories on the far right and in the UFO world. Obviously, many prominent figures in both places are sharing suspicions that the train derailment is being covered up with the help of these fake UFOs, Mm. right? Um, East Palestine, Ohio is undergoing an ecological disaster because authorities blew up the train derailment cars carrying hazardous chemicals. They called it a controlled release, basically, but they blew them up and press are being arrested for trying to tell the story congresswoman marjorie marjorie taylor green tweeted on sunday afternoon linking to an apocalyptic video containing footage from east palestine um 
There's a real-life toxic firebomb, cancer-causing gas explosion, mushroom cloud train wreck in Ohio. And I've seen pictures of it, and, and it does look really odd yeah. for a fire. And it's crickets from the media, wrote Peters, a right-wing podcaster on his Telegram channel. Um, but they're sure all over these pretend UFOs. Um, so basically, they're just saying that they want you to talk about these Look UFOs. Look the skies, not yeah. the ground. Yeah, it, because this is really an insane story, this train derailment. Um, on Wednesday, Governor Jim Justice of West Virginia claimed that the chemicals from a train derailment in East Palestine, Ohio, on Friday may have contaminated the Ohio River in the northern panhandle of West Virginia. There were chemicals that went into the Ohio River and immediately the people of Weirton, uh, that must be where he's at, acted and acted promptly and everything to basically shut down and transfer over to an alternative water supply. Um, Store your water. Yeah, exactly. This is a really good lesson as preppers for several things, bugging out and water supplies and all those types of things. But detections have demonstrated to be safe enough to drink. Like, Can you imagine saying, well, they said it's good. Have a glass of water. Like, I, you know what I mean? I'm definitely not drinking that water, water for a long time. Yeah, I wouldn't either. No There's no way. way. After the Ohio train derailment, numerous train cars ruptured, leading to the leakage of vinyl chloride and butyl acrylate chemicals. They sound horrible. They don't sound Isn't that great. shampoo? Yeah. <laughs> They're used uh, in production of plastics and resins. <laughs> Ulta. It was on the side of the yeah, it's train Ulta, cars. Ulta train cars. Serum, serum, serum. <laughs> That's all it says. But it does a real a lot of really bad things to your body. So the fire was actually started by that's what they said. That's what I read. Is I'm that like, like, how the, is that stuff that flammable? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how it worked. And I need to honestly I need to look into it more. But all of the uh, things I read said it was like a controlled release of these Kinda chemicals because they were afraid of it blowing up like it was just going to have a huge explosion which they we said we don't want to blow up <laughs> yeah. throw a match on it yeah we'll just get it burned watch this grab your hot dogs and <laughs> see how this goes but they actually said my throat want- stings <laughs> it's fine take a deep breath it's idiot. a controlled throat sting <laughs> have an aspirin <laughs> Have a Pepsi. (laughs) But they said one of the chemicals that are used was actually um, a chemical weapon used in World War I. Jeez, man. So that's kind of nice. That's always good to know. The Ohio River not only provides drinking water for over 5 million people, but it also harbors a diverse population of around 160 species of fish. We don't care about a fish. (laughs) Local residents have raised concerns about dead fish found in nearby streams. I'm sure. Oh, well, the fish are dead. Drink the water. It's fine. <laughs> All right. Look at this. Pouring it past <laughs> yeah. his face. It's like, it's it got like just a water bottle that says Ohio water on it, <laughs> on a piece of tape or something. It's an arrowhead it's taped a over. Aquafina, you know? No, oh, man. Actually, that might be worse than that water. Um, but anyways, That's that, probably right, that yeah. was bad. Despite the chem- contamination of surface water, city officials have ensured that the well water is safe for consumption. Residents from nearby neighborhoods in the state of Pennsylvania were evacuated, but most have since returned home. No casualties have been reported from the catastrophe. Yet. Yet. But one estimate states now. 25 million Americans live in an oil train blast zone. Oh, that's a good uh, mm-hmm. prepper. So think Reminder. about that. There's been a lot of reports of animals We're dying. We're a new train track out here to we transport are. oil. Yep, we are. A TikToker uploaded a video to show a body of water under a bridge in Negley, Ohio, um, containing hundreds of dead fish. And then there's a fox keeper. Apparently, there's people who just keep foxes. <laughs> he said one of his foxes died 
Out of nowhere, he just started coughing real hard, shut down, had a liquid <laughs> diarrhea, just went real fast, said Holder. It's like a billion other things that they could get. It sounds like he just went to Taco Bell, to be honest with you, because I have those exact same things after I go to Taco Bell. He real shit. <laughs> Drinking the water. Yeah. The hand, he's got his hand in the Ohio River. <laughs> yeah. He's actually in the river just drinking from it. What's that fox doing? Yes. Yeah. Uh, he said his animals have been sick and acting different since the crash. They just ain't being the same, <laughs> you know. They're all caged up and acting weird now. They got they're dealing with stomach issues and they seem real lethargic. <laughs> so, anyways, they, people think these UFOs are a distraction. Well, foxes don't do this. <laughs> you seen that fox? You ever seen a fox do that? <laughs> Come on, they're all vaccinated, so they shouldn't be dying. They don't got the COVID. <laughs> I don't know. Dang. You seen them UFOs? Yeah. <laughs> but take a drink of this. <laughs> Tell me if it tastes weird. Tastes good. Kind of like it. Tastes it, better. Kind of spicy. <laughs> you know? Makes my skin tingle. Yeah. That's when you know it's working. <laughs> you know where the water's getting to. Yeah. Feels real good. Feel it in your toes. You got all the way through. <laughs> you know? My back hurts, yeah. but I'm all right. <laughs> Haven't felt my toes in a week. I don't know. Must be full of water. I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, a lot of people think that's scary. I didn't. Ha- I had yeah. no idea that kind of stuff was going on it's with nuts. that spill. So it's time for us to take a, a little um, detour through Conspiracy Town. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This one is weird. Okay. But real interesting. <clears throat> so after all this madness, like nobody knows. Nobody's saying what these UFOs are, but the fine folks on the internet know exactly what it is. Of course they do. Right? It is something called Project Bluebeam. Okay? Um, this is this is a headlight conspiracy. <laughs> Why are they all so bright? <laughs> um, this series everywhere on social media. I've been encountering it in many little dark crevices it of the internet. Up, yeah. yeah. This theory, which has never been proven, obviously, claims that NASA and other U.S. secret agents from the Pentagon, as well as the New World Order, teamed up to create a project creating fear and panic within the public and to turn them against religion as well as start a one-world religion and unite the world under the NWO global dictatorship. Feels... All on purpose. Feels familiar. So, using giant laser beam projections, it is thought that hyper-real giant alien spacecraft or even space-like beasts would be projected into the sky to create the illusion that an invasion is underway. Yeah, okay. Okay? Okay. According to a 2008 (laughs) report featured on several conspiracy sites... The project has three main purposes, okay? To abolish all religions and replace them with a one-world religion based on the cult of man, whatever the mat- that means. Uh, abolish That'll never happen. Yeah, abolish all national identities and create a one-world government. That's working. And to, to remove the notion of family and force everyone to work for a new one-world government. <laughs> I know. The closest the world ever came to having solid proof of the project... So, uh, get rid of family, but make us all big family. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Uh, came by way of Canadian investigative journalist Serge Monast. Yeah. Okay, in 1994, he published <laughs> an investigation piece into the project and claimed that NASA and the United Nations, Nations wanted to create a New Age religion using technology to simulate the second coming of Christ. Wow. Huh. However, he was arrested in 1995 and 1996 for being involved with networks of prohibited information. Oh, that's that was the 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 case against him. 
which is really weird. But he died of a heart attack at home just 24 hours heart after, gun. after being released from jail. Whoa, yeah. So you can uh, see why this feels odd, that is right? Odd. Since his death, the theory has been one of the most popular among conspiracy lovers, but to no further proof or investigations have been uh, taken place since. Some theorists claim that Project Bluebeam developed out of the Philadelphia experiments. Oh, okay. An alleged series of, you know, obviously the U.S. military, they, they made a ship invisible. Yeah. We talked about this a long time ago. But according to Serge Monast's, Monast's Project Bluebeam, the replacement of the world's religions with a universal religion is supposed to happen in a series of stages. Okay? These are real awesome. The book outlines these stages very clearly. So here's the first stage. In Project Blue, it's to Get break- Get a Book of Mormon in every house. <laughs> yeah. It's to break down all archaeological knowledge in the world. Apparently, this step will consist of a series of earthquakes during which the New World Order will fake archaeological findings that will negate the beliefs of most of humankind. This step is meant to weaken humanity's faith in their current religions, particularly happens already. Christianity and Islam. See that all the time. Yeah. So that's that's the first step. Second step involves the projection of a massive light show into the sky using like lasers. Like a Led Zeppelin light show? Exactly. It's like, <laughs> yeah, it's like a star show thing at the planetarium. <laughs> using lasers and 3D holograms, the New World Order will... Yeah, appa- it is a Led Zeppelin concert. Apparently project images of God... Or Jesus- Pink Floyd. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Pink Floyd. That makes more sense. It project images of God, Jesus Christ, and the prophets into the sky. The general public will have no way of explaining these celestial images, and so the New World Order will claim them to be proof of their newly established religion. Okay. The third step involves a two-way electronic thought control, which will be used by the Antichrist to gain control over the masses. After the world's religions have dissolved, the world will apparently... In other words, tick-tock. Tick-tick-tock. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Antichrist will apparently use additional technologies to disrupt weather patterns, cause epidemics, mm. okay, and generally exacerbate the chaos. Eventually, humanity's only choice will be to give their undying devotion to the Antichrist and the New World Order. Make it stop. <laughs> Make it stop. I'll pledge my allegiance to whatever you want. <laughs> I just want toilet paper. Please, stop. Please, I'm done with The light this. show's getting to me. <laughs> I need to get a good night's rest. <laughs> I don't care if he's an antichrist or not. <laughs> Sign my name. Yeah. You know? Make it stop. Yeah. The fourth and the final step will involve supernatural manifestations using secret technology. In order to keep people faithful to the New World Order, our dictators will continue to use their projection technologies to <laughs> simulate inexplicable happenings that will reinforce the world's faith in the universal religion. AI generated. Yep. They will also simulate signs of a hostile alien invasion, which will serve to keep people in fear and make them believe that the New World Order is the only protection they have against the invaders. So, many people think that this is the beginning of Project Bluebeam. Like, this is just the first step in kind of showing that the world is coming into chaos. There's aliens. New World Order has to... Um, it does look a bit chaotic right It does, now. doesn't it? So... Look, Project sh- Blue Beam is in full motion. Yeah, it's it's at least at step one. Wait for the light show. <laughs> I got something on that, actually. Do you? Yeah. Okay. So anyways, I, I mean, I just, you know, is this China spying? Is it a larger conspiracy? Is it aliens? Because we don't know. Here's something that I thought was really interesting, though. This just, uh, an article from February 11th, so five days ago, 
Um, scientists believe they may have found proof of alien life form after spotting an impossible spinning object 4,000 light years away. The mysterious device was sending repeat radio signals every 18 minutes and is unlike anything ever seen before in space. Observations showed it was releasing a giant burst of energy three times an hour. Wow. Dude, yeah. Astrophysicist Dr. Natasha Hurley Walker (laughs) broke out in a cold sweat as she contemplated a potential breakthrough in the search for extraterrestrial life. So... She honestly, they honestly think this could be something. Maybe like a big machine that's like producing this. Yeah. That's kind of creepy. So anyways, I just thought that was kind of an interesting. That is interesting. Add in to all this nice. stuff. Nice. But you know, you know what I mean? Is Are these just random objects? Right. Is this the New World Order? Is it Russia? Is it a distraction from all these other events? It's just, to me, it's so weird that they all showed up at the same time that we suddenly decided to shoot these things down when we've never done it before. Yeah. Like ever. I know. That right? is really weird. Why break a record? Yeah. Or- why break a record? And what does all this mean for U.S.-China relations? You know, does this heat up that conflict that's kind of been a cold war going on for a while, right? What does it mean for us as U.S. citizens, as preppers? It's just, it's scary, it's fun, it's weird, and it's confusing. (laughs) Okay? That's what I'm just getting at Yeah, It's crazy. Um, Just a a few other little weird things that Mm -hmm. have popped up recently. Speaking of light show, um, astronomers believe they're, so they encountered the National Astronomical Observatory of Japan said mm-hmm. in January 30th tweet that the space agency's Subaru Asahi, As- Asahi Star Camera on... <laughs> Subaru? Yeah. Well, and it's all Mauna wheel drive, Kea probably. On the big island of Hawaii captured green laser lights in the cloudy sky over Manakia, Hawaii. What? So yeah, maybe they're starting that light show. That could be. Yeah. Although the agency initially believed the lights came from NASA's remote sensing altimeter known as the ISAT 2 43613. Oh, yeah. Which it described as NASA's ice cloud and land ele- uh, elevation satellite 2 that shoots lasers on Earth to measure the surface of the planet. Okay. I think you can get one of these at Lowe's. You can't? No. You know, I don't want to craft some laser distance measure. I want the ISAT 2 43631. I know your- you have them. Five bucks and Harbor Freight. Harbor Freight has yeah. one. That's a guarantee. Mm-hmm. Officials uh, corrected the original statement on February 6th saying NASA scientists did a simulation of the trajectory. trajectory my, my cold is really making it worse. Of satellites that have a similar instrument and found a most likely candidates as the ACDL instrument by the Chinese. Oh, man. So they're thinking the Chinese were shooting a bunch of lasers. I pulled my ACDL last night. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm going to listen to ACDL tonight. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. I love this song. Uh, we really appreciate their efforts in the identification of the light. We're, we are sorry about the confusion related to this event and its potential impact on the ISAT 2 team. Uh, right? Interesting. Okay. Uni- University of Hawaii Institute in Astronomy's Roy Gay, uh, Gao or Gay? Gao. Uh-huh. Told KHON2 the beams came from Chinese satellite that measures pollutants, among other things. It has many different instruments on it, some kind of topographical mapping and they're also used for measuring stuff in earth's atmosphere and i think that's what it is environmental Mm -hmm. measuring satellite um no it's not a risk to hawaii or any other place we have aircrafts making these measurements all the time if you see topographical maps with high precision those are made using uh sometimes this kind of thing supposedly Mm -hmm. i'm not sure um and this is my opinion why the chinese are probably some of the most prolific polluters on the planet yeah. would be collecting data on the pollutants on this side of the Pacific. doesn't make any sense. Mm. People are a little antsy, and I think 
um, we just need to be a little more aware and vigilant of what's going on. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, also, um, a, su- a suspected high altitude China- Chinese surveillance balloon. Wait, what is this? Is that what we already talked about? Yeah, pretty sure. Yeah. Okay. I don't know why that's even in there. I don't know. Anyway, um, how do we how do we prepare for all this stuff? We've already told you. You know, <laughs> <laughs> we really have, right? Food, mm-hmm. water in your homes that are that's prepared that isn't relying upon like the public mm-hmm. um you know water supply and stuff like that i mean you Speaking can see the train thing for yeah a, that's terrifying it is but having all this stuff ready and available start with your 72 hour then move to two weeks then move to 30 days then try and get uh, you know three months and six months I mean, we talk about it all the time make sure you have your emergency lighting and your mm-hmm. radios and stuff like that because you know the emp is still a threat and it's still kind of terrifying to think that if they're sneaking in these different surveillance and testing materials over our country. (laughs) Yeah. I'm not trying to make anybody paranoid, but just prepare for the things that we've talked about a million times. Yeah. Um, You have this stuff. It's going to get you through most disasters, at least for a time, you know? And Mm so I I don't have any specifics because we teach you all the time. We really do. And it's just like, when things get weird like this, you know, so we don't know what's going on. Right. Like it, 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 and it just seems like it sort of heightens your sense of, oh, something could happen. Mm-hmm. Something might happen. And because of that, a lot of other people are thinking the same thing. So right. if you've been kind of putting off some things, why not go do it now? Look. Exactly. Go grab that extra thing of water. G- put some cash away somewhere. Exactly. Do those things now. And because the most likely things. Yeah. Like you're, like we always talk about, yeah, you your drop personal apocalypse or stuff, right? Earthquakes, or mm-hmm. you're gonna be ready for it all. But like, most likely, okay, this might just be random weird stuff happening, and it's just really interesting to talk about, and nothing would come of it. But maybe something more does come of this. Probably not. Again, I'm not trying to fear monger. I'm just saying probably not. But right, right, right. Why no, not just say, okay, I've been putting this off. I'm going to make my EDC kit or I'm going to make my bug out bag. I mean, if that train derailment doesn't push you to do something like that, I don't know what will. Exactly. You know what I mean? Use it, you know, as fuel to get your, you know, get get the ball rolling on on your prepper supplies. Yeah, exactly. But who knows if people are going to start going nuts again and toilet paper is going to be gone because everybody's scared. It happen tomorrow. What if there was another Chinese spy balloon that came next week? Probably will. Things would start to get really weird (laughs) if that happened. So just, you know, think about it right now. Yeah. Do it right now. Yeah. Now's the time. Exactly. Okay. Um, today's podcast is brought to you by TacPack, the only monthly tactical subscription box with useful professional grade stuff inside. Use our code casual preppers and get a free $70 machine made part from next level armament. Probably guarantees you can shoot down a Chinese spy balloon with it. Guarantee it. Yeah. So go to tacpack.com, use our code casual preppers and get that free machine made part. Um, we don't really have any reviews, but we did want to say thank you to the, the fine folks at Bag of Jerks. Yeah. They sent us some of their jerky and it's actually good stuff, man. We've been eating the the venison. That, that's the my good stuff, one. man. Whoo. This one's Yeah, the whiskey's good too, but whiskey. I like the venison better. Yeah, they've got tons. They got uh turkey, goose, mm-hmm. ostrich, wild boar, yak, duck, <laughs> they got ahi tuna, wild salmon, snapping turtle, shark. <laughs> snapping turtle. Mm. So you can try some different animals. And if I you think like. it's like a subscription thing. So you just get a new one every month you yeah, can try. That's awesome. It's pretty interesting. So go check them Bag out. Bag of jerks. Bag of jerks. Right. Well, that's it, guys. Um, uh, keep your eyes peeled. Yeah, keep your eyes to the skies. Yeah, you know. I was just telling Kobe a minute ago. Um, uh, they had <laughs> they had a little news thing over um in Ohio, and the railroad pulls out of the meeting. 
Yeah, that's right. I'm out of here. Got yeah, a train do. to catch. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I was like, they don't even want to talk about it. <laughs> they don't. We, we're, we'll try and keep you guys updated on the that. world's crazy, man. That story, because it is kind of crazy. And maybe we could do an episode soon kind of about that scenario how you would prepare for it how you would uh go about figuring it out you know yeah that'd um, be cool bugging out or whatever it'd be kind of fun to do yeah i think all right guys thank you so much appreciate y'all stay survived